You're listening to a message from Maranatha Church of Jacksonville. For more information, please visit our website, maranathajax.com. Hey guys, Pastor Brian here. Um, I have a quick message I wanted to send everyone to talk about what I'm going to call four posturing points or ways we can ways we should posture our heart as a church as we're going through the book of Acts. Um, this kind of might just help us to kind of be, you know, it said like the disciples were in one accord as they were praying before the Holy Spirit came on Pentecost, that we could be in one accord. So it's just kind of a way of thinking, a way of uh, kind of a direction to be pointed, that sort of thing. And this, there's probably more than this, but these were the four that came up to me that I wanted to um, lay before us as kind of recurring themes that we can note as we encounter them in the book of Acts. And the first one is this, that you see uh, the apostles in the early church being called uh, by God or led by God through the process um, of what we see in the book of Acts to things that I would put in the category of challenging or maybe uncomfortable. Certainly uncomfortable when you're being arrested and put in jail or beaten or killed. (laughs) That's certainly uncomfortable, but also challenging. And we're going to see in some other stories how uh, when God is moving, it's not always just, uh, oh, I feel great about this, and oh, that makes me feel really good. Oftentimes, you know, like when God stops Paul on the way to Damascus, it's, it's like, oh, man, this is not what I saw coming at all. So it's this challenge that God calling us to things sometimes that are challenging to what we thought or uncomfortable from the little, you know, our safe, boxed-in worldview that we like to live in, you know? The second thing it kind of ties into that is I want us to kind of pay attention to um, kind of how God surprises the believers. There's times like when we're going to encounter Peter seeing a vision um, of a sheet full of animals. And it's just kind of like God saying, is this really, is this what you want? It's like God leading them past uh, uh, what they had kind of seen as maybe a place where God could work. And the Holy Spirit's showing up in places that they didn't think the Holy Spirit would show up. And it kind of ties into like when Jesus is showing up at the end of the, you know, the book of Luke, which is a continuation of that, where it's, you know, you have, or just post-resurrection, you see Jesus on um, the road to Emmaus surprising some guys and then just appearing in the room with the apostles. And it's, or even just merely the fact of Jesus on the morning of his resurrection surprising everybody, the fact that that's happening that this surprise component, I want us to be ready to be surprised by God as he's, uh, you know, he challenged them, then he's going to challenge us now. And I do think in one sense, you could make the argument that, yeah, cumulatively speaking, uh, we have 2,000 years of of experiential or knowledge that maybe the apostles didn't have. But I don't think that you could ever take the mindset that, okay, we got all this figured out, and they didn't, because their experiential knowledge of literally walking dusty roads with Jesus far surpasses our experience. So they, they, you know, it's, they, they're being surprised. We're going to be surprised too when we see um, the Holy Spirit moving in our midst. Uh, The third posture would be what I was calling a movement of unity among different types of people. And you see this from the very beginning in Acts 2 with the, um, the pouring out of the Spirit, these tongues appear over the, the apostles and they're speaking in different languages. And it's in a way a reversal of the Genesis 11 Tower of Babel story where God is equipping now this message, this good news of Jesus as King and Jesus as Messiah to be going out to the whole world and bringing together finally um, 
the all the peoples of the world, which had been fractured and divided, and it's a new body of Christ that's made up of all sorts of different people. So it's a movement of unity among different types of people, and that can be challenging. Um, and then the last thing is kind of this, this is the most important, um, it maybe ties the other ones together, is for us to have a posture of surrender to God and his ways. You, you find that famous verse in Isaiah that talks about, you know, his thoughts being higher than our thoughts and his ways aren't our ways and things like that. And that so often I think we as Christian people or even as a church, we act like and we think like we've got everything worked out. Um, and so and in so doing, limit God and what God, what, we're, what we allow God to do or what we're comfortable with God doing, that type of thing. And I think that what God is doing for us and in us individually and corporately as a church is taking us to some new places. And even if there are places that some of us have been before in the spirit, they're not places we together now have been before. And so I want us to be open and surrendering to God and his ways. So I'm going to close this in a little word of prayer to kind of establish that. So Father, I think that thank you that you've given us these four points of um, seeing your challenge before us and looking for how you surprise your, you know, you'll surprise us with the movement of your spirit and that we will be able to embrace with unity differing people as we surrender to your calling, Lord. I pray that you would help us to be people who are surrendered to your ways and not deceived by you know, clever schemes of people or anything like that, but they're actually surrendered to your ways, Lord. And that if we have things that we limit you or hold aside, that we would surrender those to you. Um, and that if we are wanting to move into something at a pace that's not the same as what you're wanting, Lord, I pray that we would surrender that to you. I pray that we'd be people surrendered to you as our king. I pray that your kingdom would come and your will would be done in Maranatha Church as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen.